the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. As if we needed it, we have one more thing to fight about, and those who have been militant about vaccines and masks have more ammunition in their favor. That is where we begin a Monday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. I'm glad to have you with us in our second week in our new time slot, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Love to get your perspective on world events, local events here in Columbus, Central Ohio and the state of Ohio, 844-TALK-989, our number 844-TALK-989. Our apps make it easy for you to take us wherever you go, 989theanswer.com app. Search it, 989FM, the answer, in the iTunes and Google Play Store, radio.com, tune in radio, and iHeartRadio apps will play the answer for you as well. The Pfizer vaccine has been approved by the FDA, no longer Emergency use only. So, those who have been pleading, I don't want to put an emergency vaccine in my body, you no longer can plead that. It has been approved for full use. Now, the argument will become, I am sure, they rushed it through. They don't have enough data. They did it so that people who are skeptical of the vaccine will now have no excuse not to take it. It gives more ammunition to hospitals, certainly to the U.S. military, which already is discharging servicemen and women who refuse to take the vaccine on religious grounds or other grounds. Uh, Now it will be seen as defying a direct order. What You take meningitis vaccines, you take smallpox, you take other vaccines. This is the same approval as that. You have to take it. That will be out there. And we will no doubt fight over it because it is what we do, because that is the situation that our political establishment on both sides of the aisle and our public health establishment has conditioned us to do. What do I mean by conditioned us to do? Kamala Harris, the vice president of the United States, had no interest in taking the vaccine when it was Donald Trump's vaccine. If Trump says to take it, I'm not going to take it, were her exact words. Then she got elected, and it became a top agenda item of the Biden administration for 70% of Americans to get vaccinated. And so she became a sudden vaccine convert. Our public health professionals have taken every possible position on masks. You don't need them. You shouldn't wear them. You need them. They're helpful. You must wear one. Maybe two is better. Get kids back in schools. Kids don't need them. You've got the vaccine. You don't need to wear a mask. Oh, you've got the vaccine. Now you do need to wear a mask. Kids don't spread the virus. Kids do spread the virus. Kids don't die of the virus. Kids do die of the virus. 
every possible position. It's regrettable that we argue about everything. It is understandable, however, why we argue about everything, because the people that we have typically put our trust in have proven themselves untrustworthy. And so we have been fighting, and we will continue to fight, about this virus, and you will believe, I believe, who you already believe. I don't believe anybody can be swayed at this point in time. Vaccine numbers are climbing. They're not climbing very fast. And we have an election around the corner, and you better know that vaccines, vaccine mandates, and anecdotal stories of those who were treated this way or that way because they did or didn't get the vaccine will continue to dominate the news. Do I know what the right position is? I don't. I only know what's the right thing for me. I can defend my own decisions and my own indecisions. And always before, that's been my decision. And the most worrisome thing to me at this point in time is, how much longer will that remain my decision? We'll have a press conference today where Ohio Director of Health Bruce Vanderhoff, an esteemed doctor who I'm sure is well-intentioned, will give us numbers that make the case that everybody should run out there and get vaccinated because now the Pfizer vaccine is very, 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 very safe. And in light of that, A family member who I know was vaccinated on Wednesday came down with COVID on Saturday and was rushed to the hospital today. So there you go. As for Afghanistan, uh, it's something I probably should have seen coming. The administration asking for help from commercial airlines, six of them, to provide planes to get refugees from Afghanistan who were under danger of being murdered by the Taliban. They're going to fly them out of Afghanistan, our military is. They're going to fly them to other points, safe havens outside Afghanistan, and then American and Southwest and other airlines are going to be charged with flying them to the U.S. Why should I have seen that coming? Well, we ask OPEC for help to lower our gas prices. And we asked the Taliban, please allow U.S. citizens to get to the airport. It seems to be a Biden strategy to ask others to do what they are incapable of doing. At least, I presume, U.S. airlines will be more amenable to helping us than I think uh, OPEC will be or than I think the Taliban will be. And oh, yes, I forgot. We asked Vladimir Putin, hey, by the way, could you have your hackers in Russia please keep their hands off this list of U.S. industries? Because mm, it was very convenient, when, uh, inconvenient when you botched distribution of gasoline on the East Coast and also hacked a major meat supplier. We had to eat vegan for a week. And heaven knows, Americans of any ilk don't want to be inconvenienced in the slightest bit. So, the good news is we got 16,000 people out of Afghanistan yesterday, and I was like, very, very happy to hear that, that people who had helped our soldiers 
11,000 of them were refugees. We got 11,000 of them out. And I was struck by two thoughts. Number one, holy smokes, there's a lot of people want out of there, which apparently word has not reached. Do they not get MSNBC in Kabul, in Islamabad, or Jalamabad, or blah, 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 wherever it is over there? They must not get MSNBC. They must not get CNN. They must not get ABC, NBC, or CBS because they would know. Why would you go there? It's a horrible, terrible, awful, racist, xenophobic, homophobic, Islamophobic country. Why would you want to go there? That's my first thought. Wow, there's a lot of people who want to get out of there if we're getting 16,000 out in a day, and it's still a major crisis. And the second thing I thought was, Since we're getting them out in an expedited fashion before the Taliban murders them with our weapons, or as they did one person, cut his arms off and skin him and make his family watch. Yeah, I know it's graphic. You need to know what kind of people we're dealing with is if you didn't already know, because they're not a kinder, gentler Taliban. They're just a more patient Taliban waiting for us to go past our August 31st deadline so they can charge us untold millions of dollars to get our own people out because we stupidly chose to shut down Bagram Air Force Base 20 miles outside Kabul where we had a secure perimeter because Joe Biden is Joe Biden, and that's what he does. No, the other thought that I had besides, wow, 16,000 people is a lot of people, is given how expedited a fashion we're getting them out of there, are we testing them for COVID? And more importantly, are we sure they're really good guys? Like, I know nobody's asked this question yet, But the Taliban has to be keenly aware of how desperately we don't want anyone to be shot on camera. Do you think maybe they might try to insert a fox among the henhouse of people storming our C-17s to get out of Afghanistan and instead of just walking right into our country to plot the next 9-11 via our wide-open southern border, they'll just fly here on a U.S. military transport plane because we don't have the time to really vet them. Those were the thoughts that I had. What are the thoughts that you have? 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. One man who I think is very thoughtful, very insightful, and very analytical is Michael Knowles of The Daily Wire. Michael will join us. At 11.34 to talk about who his new book, Speechless, Controlling Words, Controlling Minds, uh, I would like to talk with you next. And I will not try to control your words because I am a conservative and I believe in freedom on The Bruce Hooley Show. Glad to have you with us on a Monday edition of The Bruce Hooley Show. Uh, COVID is going to become uh, another bigger, yeah, bigger, say another. It's already been, yeah, but it's going to get bigger now because 
while it has dominated conversation, it's going to dominate the buildup to the next election, the midterm election. If you don't believe it, uh, it's red meat for Josh Mandel, Ohio Senate candidate. Uh, virtually everything Josh Mandel does is uh, low-hanging fruit on the COVID uh, matter. He tweeted over the weekend that at a uh, at a restaurant where a woman had come to work and she was not feeling well. Uh, he tweeted, "Quote blank." I'll give you the. I don't want to give the business name because I don't want to uh, bring down more grief on them. He says, Blank is a cool brewery started by two NFL veterans. Great food and spirited waitresses. Even though Brianne was sick today, she came to work because she knew they were short servers. So this establishment is like any other. Uh, They can't find people to work. Uh, This woman comes to work. In walks Josh Mandel, Senate candidate. He's applauding her work ethic. And... He tweets about her coming to work not feeling well, and instantly everybody who hates Josh Mandel, and, you know, all Democrats do, uh, they jump on the fact that, oh, great, fantastic, she's sick, and she's coming to work. Love getting my food from someone who's sick, probably with COVID. Okay. The hate was not limited only to Josh Mandel, of course. It was directed at the business. And the business had to go on social media, say, no, no, everybody here is good, sanitary conditions, don't worry. Which then, of course, prompted rabid dog Josh Mandel, who sees, ah, wow, more low-hanging fruit for me. Now he turns on the restaurant and criticizes them for, quote, giving in to the woke mob, said the Restaurant should, quote, have your employees back and give her a raise while so many people are getting paid to sit home and do nothing. Brianne muscled through feeling under the weather and came to work. These are the kinds of American workers that make our country strong. So the restaurant ends up having to delete its social media accounts. Okay. Likewise today. Future Democratic gubernatorial candidate Nan Whaley, the mayor of Dayton, is pounding her bully COVID pulpit as the thing that will wipe out our society, apparently. Uh, She says that this week on Thursday, she will hold a press conference outside Governor Mike DeWine's office calling on him to, quote, get this, this is Rich, She's holding a press conference. Listen closely. See if you spot the peculiarity that I spotted. Democrat Nan Whaley will hold a press conference Thursday outside Republican Governor Mike DeWine's office, calling on him to, quote, stop putting politics ahead of public health and demonstrate leadership by issuing a statewide mask requirement for K-12 through schools. So Nan Whaley is calling on Mike DeWine to stop the politics of COVID. And she is going to hold that press conference, not outside her office in Dayton. Not on Zoom, where she wouldn't, you know, encounter anyone else, uh, favor them with her droplets. 
No, she's going to hold the press conference outside Mike DeWine's office in Columbus and telling him to stop the politics. Come on. If Nan Whaley were interested in actually doing what a governor is elected to do, which is, you know, represent the will of the people, she might notice that in the past week in her county, Montgomery County, there have been at least three public protests, one at a school, one at a hospital, and I forget where the other one was, of people saying no mask mandates, no vaccine mandates. So these are people, presumably, in the area where she has, you know, legislative impact. I figure if you live in Montgomery County, you're probably attached to something that happens in the city of Dayton. But Nan Whaley's going to drive to Franklin County and hold a press conference outside Mike DeWine's office because she's going to tell him, hey, you stop the politics. Uh, This is all very petulant. This is all very petty. This is all very self-aggrandizing. And it's very difficult to take seriously the counsel, advice, wisdom, I use that word very loosely, I shouldn't have used that word, of people who are pretending, and that's what they're doing, they're pretending to care about our health, while what they're really doing is capitalizing on the platform the fear around our health gives them. Now listen, I will say of Josh Mandel, at least he's on the wrong side because he's on the freedom side. He's on the hard work side. He's on the work ethic side. But I've not picked a horse in the race on the succeeding Rob Portman, Republican primary for Senate. J.D. Vance, I think, overplays his everyman. Poor guy growing up in Appalachia. Middletown is not Appalachia. All right. J.D. Vance is a rich guy. He's earned being a rich guy. I have no problem with him being a rich guy. He went to Yale. All right. And he authored a great book that got made into a movie. He's made scads of money. He's the darling of Fox News. Yet he wants to. And and that's I'm fine with all that. The personal achievement. I'm fine with all that. Great. Good for you, J.D. Vance. But don't try to tell me. That you're every man. You're not. Josh Mandel, similarly, served in the Marines, red meat, conservative. I think he's authentic. I get it. But you don't have to, like, you don't, you're, he, he's so Trumpian that Josh Mandel, like Donald Trump, would walk a half mile back to bark at the dog that barked at him. It's a little overwhelming sometimes. Jane Timken is trying to tell us she's an outsider while she's been the chairman of the Republican Party, and I can still smell the swamp on her boots. She's part of the swamp, okay? Bernie Moreno. Oh, the dispatch went after Bernie Moreno. He's rich. They're all rich, by the way. Okay, so Bernie Moreno is rich. I don't care. He's from Colombia. He comes here, he understands what a great country it is. He he helped a business grow wildly profitable, and he's invested in Bitcoin. All right. 
Am I comfortable giving him the keys to the Senate position? I don't know if he can handle that, but I'm comfortable learning more. But this this whole COVID thing when people are telling you, I got your best interest at heart. No, they all have their best interest at heart. And isn't that why we're in this mess? Because we can't count on our politicians to represent us. Michael Knowles next. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.